welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio on the Airways Channel. <laughs> I hate this. And for 8752, your pod is hosted by Megan and Kelsey, who are like raging fire and smoldering fire. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Yes. Let's talk about that intro. <laughs> I just think that you're raging fire. Look at your Twitter feed. It's true. It <laughs> it's is an actual fire. garbage fire. Yes. It's a tire fire, but yeah. And everything in it is self-fueling in a very raging way. Positive yeah. raging way. Yeah, I guess. I suppose that works. It does. Yours, on the other hand, your rage comes through in like the DMs and the texts <laughs> that nobody can see. It's less of a public form of <laughs> yeah. rage. You're like you're like one of those um, what's that fucking movie with like the volcano that's burning underground or whatever like that with like Steven Seagal. That's you. I don't know if it's a volcano. All I'm, all I'm thinking of are two things. It's not a volcano. Dante's but Peak. Maybe yeah. Okay, maybe it's uh, this is but Pierce that was Brosnan. Chris yeah. Or Joe versus the no, volcano. No, so like it's but it's <laughs> is, is, is Dante's Peak is like the volcano like smoldering underground. I know. I don't because there's something. So. Anyway, that's you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you are you are like the smoldering underground fire, and I am. I feel like mine's a more unhealthy way to and I'm like the a- <laughs> I'm like the atm- the aftermath of an arsonist, <laughs> just like and go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably true. Um, we all have our ways. We do. Um, so real quick, it's Sunday night. It's like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch Outlander. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Neither of us have to work tomorrow either. It's oh, even better. Well- I'm not in a school tomorrow, but I'm going to work tomorrow. No, but you don't have to get up at whatever no. god-awful hour you normally get up on a work day. No. So, um, the Oilers played tonight in Washington. They lost 2-1 in a shootout. They super did. And my favorite Washington Capitol, Timothy Jim and the Oshie, scored in the <laughs> shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Jim and the Oshie, I forgot about that. I love that. Uh, that was oh, all Timothy for you. Jimmy. And I convinced... Um, Matt Barwick to put that in his uh, wrap up for uh, Copper and Blue. Did he? Yeah, he uh, called him Tim Jim, which is good enough. <laughs> we all need that in our friggin' names now. <laughs> oh God, I love that. So um, much. I didn't watch. I watched a little bit of the others game, but I fell asleep during it, and that doesn't really bode very well for how entertaining it was. I don't think. Um, yeah, it was super boring. Um, and then I watched bits and pieces of the Devils, and I know you watched them, and they won seven five. They super did. They were down four one. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Chicago Blackhawks, and that's probably the best part about that whole thing. I know. So they were down. The Chicago Blackhawks scored more goals tonight than they scored in the playoffs <laughs> last year. You got to do it again. Yes. Congratulations. But, but I, when I saw it, I wasn't really paying attention. Then I looked. It was 4-1 for the Blackhawks, and I was like, ah, fuck. And they scored, like, oh, God, it was, like, less than a minute in. Yeah, it was Black right Hawks away. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, this is what it's going to be. Because as much as I hate the Blackhawks, Offensively, they're amazing, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating because mm-hmm. you just like hate this team and everything about it. Oh, everything so about it, much. everything about except uh, for like Duncan Keith. He's like the only redeeming quality on that team. Yeah, and Jordan Osterley is on. Oh, is he? The Blackhawks. Why did I know that? Another, I just found it out tonight. Another former Oiler, probably yeah. doing better things elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Every oh <laughs> we'll talk about Montreal, but every time friggin' Jeff Petrie, I was just like, Good job, Jeff. Look at you making something of yourself. 
yeah, so I didn't, I didn't pay, I wasn't watching it because I was watching the others, but I did fall asleep watching the others, and that says probably more about the others than it does about me. Um, but uh, yeah, it was exciting that the Devils won 75. Yeah. Well, when it was down before one, I was just like, oh yeah. boy. And that was in the first, like it did not bode well. And then no. it got it to 4 2. And it was, was like, like right at the end okay. of the first, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just Miles Wood, man. He's real good. He's real good. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty great. Turned it up. Get a hat trick. TH, 400 point. Yeah. What? Wait, what? What? In like, what? 400 <laughs> points? I think I did some math earlier. I'm pretty sure it works out to like, I don't know, like a career 0.85 points per game. It's pretty good. It's pretty darn good. In comparison, there's like some other guys that have like, you know, played the same position and have also scored more than 400 points that are like 0.57 and points per game career in like way more been games. And on shit teams. Yeah. Shit. Like garbage teams. So oh God. And his goal tonight, he worked real hard to get that he goal. He worked dance around those people. Yeah. I'll send you good dancing gift. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, for all of those people who said that he uh, didn't try, fuck you. Oh my god, all he does is try. Yeah. And I, because I told you he got stripped real hard, I kept screwing up his name. It wasn't Schwartz. It's like another bad name. <laughs> <laughs> I swear... This might be Ken Dineko, though, because he's, yeah. he's real bad. I think he said Schmaltz? I don't know who it is. Oh, that could be. That is, is his real name. Nick Schmaltz? Yeah, I, like, real name. I hate everything about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad name. Yeah. But he stripped Halsey, and he was so mad. Yeah. And then I was like, this is right. This is fueling his rage fire. And yeah. And of course, he dances around and gets that goal. Yeah. I was just like... 400 points, huh? Yeah. Imagine that. Real good. Yeah. He's real good. He's real good. Oh, God. Keith Kincaid, though. Yeah. Struggle. <laughs> well, that's who's in net? Yeah. Uh, that would be why it was 4-1 four, four in the yeah. first. Okay, got it. Yeah. But he came back. He made a lot of good saves in the third. Good. That kept him alive. But, yikes. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. You don't need really good goaltending if you got lots of offense. Yeah. And that, I think, right now is where the Oilers are struggling, is they don't have lots of offense. Yeah, it's super bizarre. And so the goaltending... If there's mistakes in goaltending, it's very noticeable. Yeah, it's exponentially it, bad. Yeah, they can't back it up. <laughs> I texted you this, but when McDavid missed the net on his shootout attempt, I laughed hysterically because I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what is happening? Probably he's holding the stick too tight. You know, really, really and truly. Like, you know, you get to that point where you're just so frustrated. And, yeah, <laughs> if anybody funny. knows that, Megan. Just, it's sweet. Just part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just get a little frustrated and yeah. don't, know what to, uh, don't know what else to do. Trying too hard. Just like when you're grading papers. Yeah. You're just trying so hard to correct those commas and you yeah. crack your pencil in half. Or like, <laughs> or like rip the paper when you circle <laughs> something in anger. Because I've never done that before. Uh, the times I've done that remind me of uh, Cameron Diaz and Bad Teacher so much when she's like grading those papers and she's just like what the fuck is wrong with you because I can't say that so like the really hard circles I make with the ballpoint pen that's my version mm. of that better luck next time Connor better luck next time better luck next time yeah and like truly Maroon was feisty he tried to do his part yeah if your part isn't scoring goals and I don't know what to do yeah that's true that's very true uh, it's too bad because they have they, on paper they have a very good team I know I mean not as good as maybe it could have been, but it's a good team. And it's just not performing to where not it should be. But I feel I feel good for LB for being able to keep it close last night. 
Yeah. Because there's so much pressure on him. Yeah. And Talbot isn't in that. Well, which rightfully so. He hasn't started since like October 17th or whatever, right? I know. So. And Jujar got a goal. I know. Oh, love him so much. I know. I know. It's like a new, it's like a new young core. Did you read the love. article Sportsnet post? Was it Sportsnet or Oilers? I don't know. One of them. On Jujar being a role model. Yes. It was very long, surprisingly. I didn't think it would be that long, but it also didn't say very much. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, another writer could have really yeah. delved right into this. And sort of the importance that he plays within. They really spread it wide to like people of South Asian descent in yeah. Canada. But um, love that guy. But I mean, like it, it is, it does matter. It no, is it one hundred percent does. But yeah. I was just, I was wishing there would have been more well, from that piece. A yeah, bit. yeah, but that's okay. Because I remember I last year when he. Was, I remember, I remember last year. It would be so much better if we did. <laughs> um. <laughs> With my Emperor's New Groove gifts tonight. Yes. <laughs> Um, I remember last year when he got his first goal, um, somebody who ran, um, I don't know, some account at whatever, it doesn't matter, on Twitter, they were talking about how, you know, good Canadian boy, whatever, gets, gets his goal, and they were talking about what Don Cherry's reaction to that would be, because of the way that Don Cherry has his sort of, like, Mm. good Canadian boy, but it's a very... Limited. Specific. Um. Waspy version of the Yeah, and it was just, I just thought that was really neat, that that was, uh... That, that was something that somebody pointed out when he got his first goal last year. He is a good Canadian boy. He is a good Canadian Adore boy. Him. He's a Canadian. And I found out that his parents were athletes. His yeah. mom played volleyball and his dad played basketball. And I was like, how giant is this Yeah, no kidding. Hey, and his brother's a hockey player. Yeah. yeah. And he looks huge on the ice. And yeah. so does Yessie. Yeah. Uh, how so happy were you? I was, well, I was very happy that he got called up and that he got a goal. But I didn't see any of it. No. Because I was walking around Montreal but my sister sent me, I still haven't seen the interview video where he talked to Jean. It is. Apparently it's incomprehensible. Adorable. I know. Because his can't English wait to watch is it. so I bad and it's it. so cute. But what's giving me life is him being a giraffe and cleaning out his own nose with his tongue. Because <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was at the top of, what's it called? The mountain hill thing in Montreal. Mount Royal. Mount Royal. Thank you. <laughs> the one the city is named after you? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I was in like the the building up there. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. Isn't that the oratory? The St. Joseph's Oratory? Did you go in there? Or no? I don't think so. No. Okay. It was just it, like it had the cafe in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. all I went in. And then we walked down to Schwartz's. Um, but I was in there and my sister sent me the video of Yessi cleaning out his own tongue and I burst into hysterical laughter inside that very quiet stone building with like 50 people around me while Chris was in the bathroom and I was like oh my god you need to say that oh he's the greatest Megan he's really good I know did you see the um bobblehead of him with his tongue in his nose no oh somebody put it on twitter today it was in the pod feed okay I'll look at it I'll look at it I don't know maybe it was Barwick I don't know Somebody said, where can I get one of these? Oh, okay. And I'm sure the condors made it. Okay. I'll take a look at it. That sounds... I want one. Um, Christmas present idea for Kelsey. (laughs) Yeah. Do I know people who can make things? And go. (laughs) Um, (coughs) Oh, man. Sorry, I'm going to cough sometimes. I apologize. I've been... I have had the plague for, like, two weeks. You really have. Yeah. It's better. I haven't left my house today. That's good. It's kind of nice, actually. That's very good. 
except to go take out the garbage. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing I left to do. I'll leave tomorrow, probably. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I have a week you off. Got a I week don't off. care. I'm so good. doesn't matter. So good. Um, okay, so, um... Is that enough sports here? Yeah. I said something on Twitter the other day. I just want to say this, that my favorite thing about 2017, because let's be real, there's not been a lot of good stuff going on. Nope. Is that finally, 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 some men aren't getting away with being shitty people anymore. I know, and we talked about how good that is, just in terms of power dynamics, but what we've been talking about is how terrifying it is to have any people that you idolize whatsoever yes because you're just waiting for the shoe to drop like i'm banking my admiration of athletes on like aaron Rodgers and clay matthews and just hoping for the best Mm -hmm. and from what i know about clay matthews i'm pretty i think i'm pretty safe there there, yeah and i think aaron Rodgers too from what i can tell there's just there's some there's some shit with him well there has to be well with his family yeah but but i mean in terms of like I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't go in that terms far. Of that right? area, yes. okay, gotcha. Like if he's yeah. a shitbag and punches brother in the face, his brother probably deserved it. That's like that's <laughs> one kind of you know what I mean. Like that's one kind of yeah. But like when we're delving into like domestic violence and sexual assault and things like that, I feel from what I know, that that's I'm pretty not, confident. That path that I'm not going to find that out eventually. Yeah. But like yeah, it's terrifying to have people that you admire. It super is. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's just, it's overwhelming. I was even, because I was looking for, because uh, we retweeted that claim by page six that Gal, um, oh my god, what's wrong with me? Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot? Oh god. <laughs> I thought you were just talking like a, a lady, no. and I was like, I need a name. Gal Gadot. <laughs> oh god. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, that she... Is going to refuse yeah. to do more Wonder Woman movies with Brett Radner's attached to them in a producing capacity. Yeah, and good for her. And good for her. But I was looking on, I think it was either Deadline maybe or Hollywood Reporter just to see if there's more like substantiated claims for that. Yeah. And the whole front page is just accusations against different male actors. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't even know how to process this. Okay, so I've been thinking about in terms of Hollywood, because, like, musicians, and I found out, like, the lead singer of Brand New apparently, like, had a, I don't know. I don't know what that band is. They're one of my favorites, and so now Ooh. I'm just, I'm real upset about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, there's, there's allegations about him now, and whatever, and, and I'm sure if they're coming out, like, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I don't know enough, so I don't want to, like, cast aspersions, but it's not looking good. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about in terms of, like, actors. And who would be, like, the most disappointing? Oh, we've talked about to Tom find. Hanks. Tom Hanks sure. and I think, like, Denzel. Tom Hanks and Denzel. Like, but everybody else. If someone was like, ah, James Franco, I'd be like, yeah, I totally believe that. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, he's got that face. <laughs> he's got a face you want to punch. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I mean, and I'm not saying that I know anything. Like, I don't want to no. get in trouble in case anyone's listening to this. But, like, I feel... <laughs> You know, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, if somebody were to say that, that would, to me would be a lot more believable than like, my Tom Hanks, you know? Yeah. Well, I think those two would be real disappointing. Who else would be very disappointing? Chris Evans. Especially with all of his. Chris's. But especially Chris, like with all of his like political. Stuff that he's done. Stuff that he's done and whatnot. Yeah, I think. And, and, And I think like Chris Pine too, more so maybe than the other two, just because of his like sort of intellectual. Bent much, on yeah. things, yeah, I think that would be pretty disappointing. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just it's real frustrating. But like, I sort of feel it's interesting too. You hear all like the reports about whatever, and it's like, wow, these women are lying. I'm like, are they? Are they really? 
Like, there's a reason that it takes people years to say things. Mm-hmm. I get it. And then for you to, like, the first thing you say is, oh, they're lying. Of course. Well, who, who's going to come out and say anything now? Right? Like... And there's... We've said this before. There's no... There's no reason to say that someone sexually assaulted you that is a fabrication. No, none. Like, there's ab- like there's absolutely no reason to do that unless it happened. Like, I... If you want someone to be perceived as shitty, there are so many other ways that you can take a stand against their overall shittiness without resorting to a lie of sexual assault. Yes. Absolutely. And they don't... Those people don't understand. Those yeah. people who say that it's lying don't understand what that means for a person to go through. Like, it's such... It makes me, it makes me angry. Um, so the Louis C.K. thing I thought was really interesting when I read about it, because I don't know if you re- read, um, Scatchy's writing, and she wrote for BuzzFeed, and she, you, I also knew, you know, like, it was really good. She talked about why Louis C.K. being one of those men is more disappointing than most, because he came across as this, like, every man. Yeah. You know, he talks about, I mean, he's, you know, he would been married and he's divorced, he talks about his daughters, and... And he, he uh, you know, he sort of alludes to in, in some of his stand-up about how, like, the biggest threat to women is men. Yeah. And he, he goes on and on about this. Um, but then he also talks about, like, how all he ever really wants to do is just masturbate, which apparently is true. Because apparently, according to the things that, that he said. Yeah. And, and it was just a really interesting piece and why it's so disappointing. Because you sort of feel like, you know, he was an everyman. Like, he was just like every... Like, he was just like your friend that you knew. Yeah. But now, if that's still true, then if he's just like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's that sort of... And I don't understand that idea, too, that sort of that coerced or forced or whatever people are describing it as masturbation in in front of women isn't wrong. Yeah. Like, what? Unless she expressly asks you to do it, it's not okay. No. Like, any any sexual act without yeah. enthusiastic consent is, is not, not okay. okay. Even if you're like in the middle and then someone's like, "No, stop. You have to stop." Like yeah. that's just the way that it goes. Anyway, and I will say this and I know I know you kind of you disagree a little bit, but I I, I will say about Lucy K and I'm I'm going to kind of leave it to ruminate for a while, but I appreciate that once the story broke, the statement that he released is like, "Yes, this happened." I appreciate that part of it. Because yes, but he, it was he wasn't I don't think he was copying it as an apology at all. I don't no, think I don't it think he wasn't he, an but he apology. wasn't and he wasn't trying to make it into an apology, but I will give him the, the credit the very first thing you heard from him after the story came out was, yes. was an admission. Yeah. Because everybody else has been no. They've lawyered up, they've whatever, but his statement was like, "Yes, this happened." Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that what he said was the best, but I'll Cuz he doesn't believe that it's wrong. But the direction that he took and the last sentence where he was like, "I've talked long enough, now I need to step back and listen." I thought was like I know, but I don't I don't believe for a fuck. I'll believe it when I see it, yeah. but I, but it's out there. And the fact the very first thing he said was like, "Yes, this happened. Yes, mm-hmm. I did this." I'll take that over someone who's like but who's he going to listen to? Is he going to listen to the women who he, he might, felt? Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm mm. so done with giving second chances. Like, so done with that bullshit. You can't yeah. go through life and do these things to women and just be like, JK, JK, I won't do that anymore. But you know what? Like, fuck no, you. No, I agree. I agree that you can't, but you could up until very recently. Because because there was this, this idea... You could, because there was you this could. idea... That sure. nobody was ever going to say anything. 
True. Right? For all for a whole host of reasons. No one was ever going to say anything, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that there's been this like prevailing belief that, yes, you could get away with acting however you want because there was that power dynamic and there was that fear involved in, you know, her saying something. So she yeah. wasn't going to say something, especially in the, these cases where it deals with career or whatever, right? Um, we're super lucky mm-hmm. that if something like that were to happen at work, we have recourse. We have yeah. an association that we can go to and, like... Yeah, and but they there's, can... there's subtle versions no, of it that happen. No, but, so, but something like that, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we have recourse, and it's not going to harm our careers whatsoever, no. right? No. Whereas in a situation in that entertainment industry, especially... Where it's based on word of mouth. Word of, who, it's, it's, not, it's not how good you are to you know. Yes. If the person that you know is very powerful and they've done something that violates your sense of person... Yeah. And you say something about it, good luck finding work. And that yeah. sucks. And that's been, especially with the Weinstein story, definitely the... Oh, absolutely. After effects of all that bullshit. Absolutely. And so that was my, my thing about 2017, just that, like, it's nice that finally this is happening. Yeah, but then there's... There's a president who said he committed sexual assault. I know. No one cares. And he's gonna kill us all. He's gonna make America great again. Don't Don't forget. And, like, <laughs> got mad that Kim Jong-un called him old. <laughs> Which and is like, amazing. That's incredible. Fucker, factually, it's correct. You are old. You are you are a senior citizen. You would get a discount at Denny's. Like, just deal with it. Yeah. Which is probably where he eats anyway. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Denny's but, and KFC. Uh, yeah, exactly. But um, I saw it. So I don't know. I'll find the, the thing to put it in our post, maybe. Someone has, like, a Chrome extension that makes tweets by certain people like you can set it up that like it looked like they were written by like a child writing with a crayon and so oh, someone took that God. someone took that tweet of his about like Kim Jong-un calling him old <laughs> um and made it into <laughs> made oh it into God. like the eight-year-old writing it's really funny it's and, it, and it makes it sound so much more like him yeah because he is a child it's absurd it's truly absurd the things that he tweets yeah the things that he tweets are the petty thoughts that you have yes. at someone but then you don't actually say them and write them down no. because you're not a fucking child. Somebody pointed out, I can't remember who it was, it was a comedian, maybe it was John Mulaney, um, said that, like, Trump tweets, he doesn't drink, and so everything he tweets is fully sober at, like, mm-hmm. three in the morning. Think about that. Think about the shit that he tweets. On the toilet. I'm sure he doesn't drink, but I'm sure no. there's other poppers happening. Something. Probably something. Like... So moving on from one dumpster fire of the world to another, let's talk about Thor for a bit. <laughs> what? <is that? laughs> I don't know. I was like, we gotta stop this. I was just gonna hate everything. So um, we've both seen it now. Yeah. What'd you think? I loved it. Except for Matt Damon. I hated the. Why? Matt Damon I thought it was part. so funny. I I'm so happy that it was somebody famous. The Matt Damon part. I don't care. He's so problematic. I'm done with Matt Damon. What did he do now? He does terrible stuff. Like what? Because he's. He's the epitome of white privilege. Of course he is, but like everybody is the epitome of white privilege. I just don't Are you trying him. to tell me that Tom Hiddleston, if he was just like an average Joe from fucking, I don't know, Utah, would be an <laughs> actor? But no, he's got this British accent and he's like semi charming and a little bit smarmy and everyone's like, Oh my god, he's incredible. That's that is I, just saying. I know, and I'm not a crazy Hiddleston fan. But the fact that it was Matt Damon 
That, do you know why that's funny to me? Is, like, the whole, like, Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon thing, how, like, Matt Damon's never on the Kimmel show. Yeah. Because, like, all of that, I felt like that cameo was, like, was that. that and it was perfect. thing of him being, like, the B version of yes. something. Yes, which I thought was really funny. I agree. Because I'm I just like, that I'm done with your face, Matt Damon. Oh, I like him a lot still. I did find it super funny that the person playing Thor was his brother, Luke. Yes. Did you know Yes, that? I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, I saw that in the credits, and I was like, that's why he looked exactly the same. I was like, who's this guy? But he's definitely the, like, sub, the below average Hemsworth. If we're yeah. looking at the three, he's, like, below, below average in comparison well, to the other two. No, I think he's better than Liam. I don't. He's very good on Westworld. I've never seen Westworld. I've only seen it on WestJet flights <laughs> from Edmonton to Toronto to Jamaica and back. And then I watched two more episodes, Gordon Montreal, this weekend. And I was so ticked coming back because being an old plane that had the screens in it instead yeah. of the WestJet Connect. Okay. Which is like you can watch a whole shit ton of shows. Yeah. Whereas the screens is like just shit on like actual CTV right now. Yeah. Which is like, no. Do you remember back when you flew places and you couldn't watch anything unless it was like on the little, yeah. the tiny like nine inch TV up above? Well, that was like our commuter plane from Montreal to Toronto. Yeah. With, like, legit propellers again. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's always fun. Um, okay, so Matt Damon aside, which I just thought was really funny. Um, Everyone laughed, and I was like, fuming. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking hate um, I loved that movie. It was so good. It was really good. So I'm going to just go right in. This is, like, we'll dress this later, I suppose. But I'm, like, 100% on board with Lozo. It might be the best. I agree, Of the Marvel too. movies. I think there were... He's fundamentally wrong about Captain America, which is... No, I actually agree with him on Captain America. Until Civil War, I was like, God, Captain America, you were so boring. Mm, Winter Soldier was better than he says it was. I thought it was... But, oh, it's just like one... But I would say that, that this one might be the best. It was I think so it fucking too. good. And as... I wasn't as crazy about the more kind of slapstick common denominator comedy moments like when he hits his face on glass or whatever mm-hmm. I was like this film could be better than that and it was in mm-hmm. other ways um, but it was just a very broad did not take itself seriously Marvel mm-hmm. film and I super liked that I liked it and I also but I enjoyed that like I, I just thought, I thought it was great and like spoilers I suppose I guess whatever um, when she like when Hella like breaks the the painting in the dome yes to reveal... Rewritten history. Which I thought was just brilliant. Rewritten colonial history. Yes, it was brilliant. Like, it was so, so, so good. And, like, Kate Blanchett, can we it. just talk about her for a minute? Yes. Or 90 minutes? Forever. Christ, she's, she's incredible. When she first comes out of that doorway of fucking green snakes or whatever it was, I was like, God damn, she looks amazing. I know, I know. Like, cut her from Marvel amazing. I know. And then, like, it just got, she just got better. She just got better. She's so good. She's amazing. Like, I just, I I mean, and I saw it in the trailers or whatever, and I was just like, oh yeah, Kate Blanchett's great. But then mm. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't know that that. From the start. And yeah. even, like, the comedic moments. Oh, yeah. they're like, wait, who are you? And she's like, oh, didn't you hear me? I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even that was oh, great I know. for her. I know. It was so good. So, so, so good. I just couldn't believe it. And Jeff Goldblum. Good God. Yeah. I half expected him to start talking about dinosaurs. Like, it just... (laughs) And just a stinger at the end where he says, it's a tie. 
Davis and I like oh I thought we were gonna die it's it was really so funny perfect. it's really it was it was just it was so good and like it sets up a lot of what's coming mm-hmm. obviously in like the next um which I'm really happy about like it sets up the it sets up Infinity War or whatever the yeah. heck the next Avengers one is called. Like that little that little side look where when Loki sees the Tesseract again. Yeah. Which I had 100% forgotten that's where it was. Um, and Hela does too. Yeah. Which is just like stupid, stupid. Okay, that's legit. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. I just, uh, all those things I thought. And like um, Carl Urban, um, when, <laughs> when he was like naming his guns. I laughed before anybody in the theater was because, like, I put that little, that joke together just yeah. a little tiny bit faster, and the guy beside me kind of looked over at me, and then everybody else was laughing, and he missed the joke because he was yeah. wondering why I was laughing, but oh my god, that was so funny. I love... That kind of slapstick, I'm all for. Yeah, and the best part of that was Taika Waititi's Korg. Oh my god, he was so great. Because that is such, like, oh, just typical... Like Kiwi comedy, everything about it—the rambling talks mm-hmm. ending with a punchline that's so obvious and dry. <laughs> oh, freaking loved yeah, it! It was really good. He was so great. Yeah, and did you know? Like, and you noticed the thing too at the end. I think I said this last week, but like how at the end they had the shot of like the people are going to be important, obviously, like in the next installment, and so then yeah. you can tell like who those people are going to be, which obviously makes sense mm-hmm. that that's who, you know. But I'm curious if like. Goldblum's involved somehow. I'm not sure. It would be kind of interesting if he was. It would be, but I fear that he would just be like another like collector style yeah, person maybe. from Guardians, right? That's kind of there as more of a plot point than anything because he's very opportunistic. Right. He's very sort of tyrannical, power hungry sort of charisma based villain, but in terms of his villainy it's very banal. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of, kind of like, um... <laughs> Even though he doesn't like to use the word slaves for his slaves. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, actually, his, like, his deliverance of that reminded me of one of the robots in, um, Interstellar. Where you're talking, like, yeah. the one with the humor, with Tars with the humor setting, and he's, like, talking about the slaves for his robot colony or whatever, and I was just like, oh, that's just right out of there. Yeah. And we have to tell him to turn down his humor yeah. settings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it was. I just loved it. I loved. I liked the bright colors because it was very visually different, which was kind of nice too. Like it didn't have that same feeling. Yeah, and my jaw dropped when it showed the Valkyrie battle against Hela. Yeah. From the past, I was like, in slow motion. Oh. Yeah, it was good. God, it was beautiful. It was a lot oh. like the opening sequence in Wonder Woman. With, like, that opening training sequence and that, like... Yeah, that, super similar. That, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was great. And she was great. Tessa she was. Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it was... At the end, when there's the fireworks, and she's just walking <laughs> from the ship, yeah. and it's like, God damn, that's a good look. Yeah, no, it was... Everything was great. I would go back and see it again. Yeah, same. Yeah. For sure. Although I wonder... This is what I've been asking myself since I saw it on Tuesday. I wonder how rewatchable it is. I think it's pretty rewatchable. I feel like those slapstick moments will be... Overwrought, maybe? Yeah. Maybe, but you could pay attention to the other stuff then. That's A little bit differently and, like, pick up some different cues. Because I'm sure there's some pretty good Easter eggs in there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was... Oh, fuck, it was so fun. Like, it was just so good. 
And the time flew by for me. Oh, like, for Like, it just sure. flew right by. And I was like, what? It's 5.30 already? Because we went in at, like, 3.05. And the yeah. Over. I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah, it was just so much fun. It was super fun. I loved it. Um, but, like, in terms of those movies, like, I, I did also quite, like, the second Thor. The Dark World. For a whole bunch of reasons. Um... Because you have to have that, like, and they all follow that same arc. You have to have that, that like, descent yeah. and then to come back, right? And so, I don't know. I like I liked the Thor movies. I think of the, the the three movies, like the Captain America ones, the Iron Man ones, and the Thor ones. I think the Thor ones are the three best together. Because mm. Iron Man 2 is just dog shit. I super don't like Iron Man 3. I think it's worse than Iron Man 2. Um, I like it. Even though he's not Iron Man for a lot, but then you get all the shit with the Mandarin and that sucks. I like the beginning when he's dealing with his PTSD, and then I don't yeah. like it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think the three Thor movies are probably, from like start to finish, better than the three Iron Man and the three Captain America. I'd agree with that. Because I don't super love... But I think Ragnarok is overwhelmingly <coughs> better than Thor 2 and Thor 1. Oh, yes. Like, that really ups the average. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. But like... It de- yeah, that's fair. Previous but, to this, I thought Civil War was the best of all of them. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and then I would have said before that probably Winter Soldier, because I really like Winter Soldier a lot. I would have said, like, Guardians. But I'm, I'm thinking just of those One. those nine, because the ones with the big ensemble cast, okay. I think it's a little bit. Just of those nine, I would have said okay. probably Winter Soldier. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And I super liked the first Iron Man. Because it was new and kind of, you know, like, there was all... Of, and flashy yeah. and whatever. Um, with Anpak Soup the other day when they were doing their rankings and they were talking about the Hulk movies, and I was like, I'm with you, they do not belong in here at all. No, they don't. I don't think they They, they do, technically, but they don't, because it's different. Like, I just... I it's think not. as soon as you recast someone, it yeah. doesn't count anymore. Yeah. Which is why, like, the other Spider-Mans aren't... You can't talk about them differently. You have to talk about Only Homecoming. As, yeah. like... I mean, the other ones were never it's part in that of it. Universe. The other ones were never part of the universe, but it doesn't matter. You can't, you can't be like, well, it's, no, this is homecoming. It's the only way we have to. Yeah, I still haven't seen homecoming. It's pretty good. It's funny. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's very, it's very light. It's very different because he's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice. And so this, in a lot of ways, was like in the same vein. Yeah. Which I liked, um, and I also saw the trailer again for Black Panther first time on the big oh my screen. God. Holy shit. It's gonna be so good. Holy fuck. Like I. Cannot forget no. for that. It's gonna be incredible. Like um, we've talked about this before, but Michael B. Jordan. Oh my lord! Cannot. I know. Wait. I know. Vince Howard's all grown up. Uh, I know. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so good. It's probably. I feel like it's gonna have to be like a recalibration of like Marvel movies after that one. Yeah, because like, how can they compete? Yeah. I just don't like know. that cast though. I know, it's a bonkers cast. The cast alone is unbelievable. But I even thought that Ragnarok cast was bonkers. And I loved Sam Neill playing Odin, too, in the fake play. Yes. That made me laugh so freaking hard. it was good. But, god damn, I don't know how they can, like, I don't know what Infinity War could possibly be. Because (laughs) Ragnarok and Black Panther is going to be so fucking awesome. Well, and they're, they're bringing in, obviously, all of the, like... I know, like, and I don't like that. But no, but they're bringing all the Infinity Stones, right? Because you have to defeat, like, the big... I get it. And so it'll be interesting to see... Because you started to see it since, like, this third phase started, yeah. how they're kind of starting to weave these things together, right? Because you had, like, Doctor Strange 
was in this, in this one, one. For, which that scene was hilarious. It was super funny. Um, as much as I super don't like Dr. Strange. No, I don't like it either, but that was perfect because he yeah. was such a smarmy asshole, just oh, like he's supposed to be. It was yes. great. And also, let's talk about Chris Hemsworth in that scene for just like two seconds <laughs> before he cut his hair. I was like, I was all of the good things about Chris Hemsworth. Um, when he cut hair. his hair, it was all the good things. Oh, yeah, things. no, but like, but that, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I just love And he's really funny. He's it opens and he's talking to that goddamn skeleton. I know. And I was like, I thought this was an internal monologue yeah. in the trailers. Yeah. And it was like a record reg- record scratch, like, well, you'll never guess how I got here. No, he's fucking talking to a corpse. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Oh. It was so, so, so good. But like, yeah, that bit with Doctor Strange. So they're bringing in like those little bits, and then you see the Tesseract again, yeah. just as a reminder that it's still there. And like, you get the, ether, the mention of and the ether's back there somewhere. The Guardians of the Galaxy planet, whatever it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they did they Zandar, just mentioned yes. Was it Zandar, yeah. And they just mentioned it really quick, just in passing, you know. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, those guys too. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure there's a plan. I feel like there has to be a plan. Well, there's two movies of a plan to bring this all together. And <laughs> I feel like, I mean, they've done a pretty good job so far of like weaving things together but they're very invisible weaves <laughs> yes it, you have to be paying lots of attention because i remember seeing the trailer for ultron yeah with the like pinocchio like you've got no Metaphor, strings yeah. holy sh- and that was so good and i remember i was my brain exploded then i saw the movie and i was like well oh, that's kind of disappointing in terms of what the trailer had showed yeah. for me but i feel like by the time they get black panther in there and then are into Infinity War, I feel like we're gonna get. I think it's gonna be good. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm pretty excited about Infinity it. Infinity War comes out in July, uh, May, May, yeah, okay, first part in May, yeah, and then part two the year after. I'm assuming, yeah. Reva and I were talking, I can't remember what movie, what which one of these movies we gone to see, but like you know, the, you know, they'll return or whatever. Maybe it's the first Guardian, so we were looking at what all the release dates were, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna be 36 when <laughs> Infinity War when part two out? comes yeah. out, yeah. Um, and, like, Iron Man, the first one came out, and I was, like, 25. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's super crazy. That's insane. But then I think about, like, Fast and Furious, and I was 18 when the first one came out, and I'm so gonna be, like, be 40 <laughs> when the last one comes out. Oh, my God. If, um... If there is more. Yeah, if, uh, what's his face? Tyrese? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, if, if him, I can't, I was gonna say the other guy, but no. <laughs> it's Tyrese. If they, like, if him and, and <laughs> The Rock ever end their feud, I don't know. Anyway. It seems like a lot of that cast is feuding with one another. Yeah, and it seems like The Rock's at the middle of it all. Uh-huh. Guess who's real... a secret drama queen? Oh, The Rock? Oh. What? That would be one I'm not surprised about. No, not really. He's got the personality for it. But I mean, like, yeah. the overarching... Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Because there's the... Yeah. I just... There's something about it I just yeah. don't like. Maybe. Got, Maybe so. good intuition. Um, but yeah, so anyway... Go see Thor. Go see Thor. And tell us what you thought. But you have an FMK about it. You said you'll explain. Okay, so this is what I was thinking about was the movies. So let's not do this right now. So if we just take those nine, just the Captain America movies, the Iron Man movies, and the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. Okay? So of the three Captain America movies, FMK, which one? Which one do you, are you getting rid of? Which one are you like, yeah. Soldier. Done. Bye. Okay, which one are you keeping around? Civil War. And which one's just the one and done? Original. Okay. So then, so then, because original, he has no problems. Everything in his life is so easy. 
but like he becomes an experiment and then he's immediately successful. Yeah, but with he it. has all of the problems before he's the experiment. But they don't and bother him. And that's the point. They don't bother him. That's why I'd get rid of that one. I didn't like Winter Soldier. I liked it a lot. I'm just tired of Bucky, man. Why? Just get your shit together. He can't. They do the thing. It's like it's like how many movies do you need? Just like with Loki too. I'm like, okay, this should not be a problem anymore. But like, but with Bucky, like they keep they keep scrambling his brain again. It's like the fucking Men in Black guys forget to put the sunglasses on. Like it's the same thing. Well, maybe he should be in a white padded room, Megan. I don't know. <laughs> it's not his fault that they took him and made him into a killing machine uh, and gave him a bionic arm. I don't have a lot of sympathy for him, but I don't hate him. No, I have no sympathy for him. He's a super soldier. But it wasn't his fault. (laughs) So it doesn't take away everything that he's done? But he didn't do it because he wanted to. He did it because he was programmed to, and those are two very... So he was just following orders, Megan? Those are two very different (laughs) things. He was just following orders? Yeah. Oh my god. You can't believe... You can't think that he was, like, he was, like, written to be this, like, ruthless killing machine, because he clearly wasn't. But, like, as we saw later on, like, in Civil War... But the Winter Soldier just gave us the background for to set that up to see like where Bucky was gonna fall on the side of whether he was gonna fall back in on Steve's side or whatever. That's all it was. That's yeah, that but was I the don't setup. need a whole movie to Why tell not? Me that. Because But the whole movie wasn't even boring. about him. It was also about like Steve coming to grips with the fact that like the world has changed quite considerably since he yeah, was, but it was so boring. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> what are your saying? I don't, I'm so mad. I'm so mad at you right now. I can't even, like, I'm, I I'm like speechless. It. I don't like this at all. I don't like it. Um, okay, so what about for Iron Man? Um, God, burn them all to the ground. I, the only one I would keep is number one. Yeah, okay. So it was a classic double murder on Kelsey's <laughs> And I feel like Thor, I don't know about your, but I know which one you'll keep, obviously. Mm-hmm. So which, what's your, which one are you going to get rid of? Um, probably the middle one. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the first one when they're in the cafe. Super funny. <laughs> and he smashes his cup and asks for another. That's yeah. so funny. Um, the first one, though, like, the facial hair is real bad in the way And the, the eyebrows. It's not the, it's the not, eyebrows. It's not the facial hair. It's the eyebrows. Because they bleached his eyebrows and they yeah. should have just left them. They should have just left them. But then the second one has that, like, deliciously gratuitous shirtless scene that's just, like, not... It's so good. Mm-hmm. And not necessary in the slightest. He didn't need to have his shirt off to wash his hands. But he did. <laughs> and we're thankful for it. <laughs> At least in the first one, the shirtless scene, like, he was putting on a shirt. Yeah. And in the second one, he had, like, was, like, taking off, like, I get it, but it, or the third one, but in the second one, he was literally just, like, starts with his hands, oh, no shirt. <laughs> and for that alone, I think I would probably kill the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, I'd keep the first one and kill the second one. Just because right. I felt like it was the same rehashing of the same problems with Loki and... Maybe. You know, a monster. It just wasn't... It just really didn't add anything very interesting. That's fair. But it didn't develop the was good. them. Oh, gross. There's a Justice League commercial on the TV. Yeah, I don't care. And then for... Okay, so then the, my idea was, so the ones that you're going to keep, then you've got your three that you've kept, right? What do you have? Right, Civil War... Iron Man. Iron Man one. And Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Okay, so now oh, you now no. you have to pick. That's that's how <laughs> that's the tricky part. <laughs> uh, I'd keep Ragnarok. Okay. And I'd kill Iron Man. That sounds fair. And marry Civil War, I guess. That that sounds fair. 
I feel like mine's probably the same, except I might swap out Civil War and Winter Soldier. Because mm. I did like it better. And that's why you're allowed your own opinion. What? I didn't know that was a real thing. It's the world that we live in. Um, There's also a really good FMK for later that we'll deal with that made me laugh when I thought of you when I read okay. it. Okay, perfect. Um, what else do we want to talk about today? You want to talk about Riverdale? Uh, okay, Riverdale finally got interesting. Okay. Because have... And do you know what's happening this season? Kind of, only from you. So, Archie's dad was, like, shot by this black hood yeah. dude. And it went out and killed Miss Grundy, too. Right. And then shot Moose and Midge. Apparently, it's not about Archie at all. Okay. Which is, like, shocker, right? Because Archie's, like, so self-obsessed. Yeah. Couldn't believe it, but very relieved because he's so self-obsessed. It's actually someone who in season one heard Betty do her, like, very pro-Riverdale and we need to come together and root out the divisions between a speech. And he's doing all of these things to purify Riverdale in Betty's name. So this is like the purge kind of. Sort of. Okay. Yes. Cool. And he's giving her instructions now and manipulating her to do certain things. Ooh. And if she does those certain things, he will reveal more information about himself to her. Oh. So it's like Finally, I was just like, yes, in the last episode, <laughs> there is something interesting happening. And Nikki St. Clair came uh, as Veronica's friend from the big city. Okay. Because his parents are going to invest into Riverdale for the lodges and boost the economy, etc. Why don't the lodges just move? I don't fucking know. I've never understood that. Because, like, Riverdale's There's a really no is a small place. There's no reason for them to be but there. But just, like, comic book, why, like, why are they there? There's no reason for them to be there. That should be, like, their country house. Yeah. And all the people in Riverdale should work for them. Mm-hmm. That's how it would really be. Not this, like, Veronica going to public school. No. Like, come on. No way. Okay, no way. anyway, sorry. But, um, this dude, Nikki, comes. And I don't remember if he was in the comic books. Do you remember Nikki St. Clair? No. Maybe it's in the newer stuff. I don't remember him. But, um... He is, like, a club kid okay. that Veronica partied with, and there's blatant allusions to her, like, doing cocaine with him previously in her past, and them going to rehab together. M- meanwhile, remember, these are, like, 15 and 16-year-olds. Yeah, of course, of course. But he attempts to date rape Cheryl. Oh. And the girls, the rest of the girls, the pussycats find Nikki like over top of Cheryl and actually beat the shit out of him like kick the shit out wow. of him. wow okay yeah it's like actual things happening actual things happen interesting and in the end they all want justice and they all want to like they want Cheryl to report what he was gonna do and like what happened to the police so that he will like be punished and Betty instead gives Nikki's name to the black hood mm. dark Betty has returned oh I see but, Interesting. But it's finally got some friggin' plot to it. It just, do you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like a soap opera, but with previously recognizable character names. Yes. And not, like, people that you don't know. Yes. That's all it is. Essentially. Okay. Kind of like Outlander. Yeah. Uh... Sort of soap opera. It's sort of soap opera It's a little bit more dramatic and, like less ridiculous but no but this is all no i disagree with that 
Outlander has character development and gravitas and pathos. <laughs> Riverdale has none of those fair things. Fair enough. Okay, that's fair enough. None of those things. Those big words. Yeah. It's impressive for 9.30 on a Sunday night. I know. Um, do you want to talk about Outlander? Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's oh, I'm this so season, excited for this, this episode coming has been, up. Though. Oh fuck, it's been so good. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because I was thinking about it again, and like the second book is so bad in yeah. comparison, and the second season was bad because it's got bad source material. But the third is just like knocking it out of the park, which mm-hmm. means that like the fourth should be fucking stellar. Oh, I can't wait for that. And but... I kind of really hope they just stop there. Just yeah, me it. too. Me too, I don't think they Um, will. But, like, at the end of last week, with, like, yeah. young, young Ian. Young Ian. And I'd totally taken. forgotten. Like, I, I remembered that he had been taken, but I'd forgotten that that's how it happened. And I was just like, oh, yeah. I know, as soon as he swam out there, I was just like, don't yeah. do it. But I'm not a crazy fan of young Ian in the books. I know you super like him. No, but I don't he's... love him as much as Reva likes him. Oh, really? Reva really likes him. I, I like but him. Reva, he's so dumb. <laughs> He's so young and stupid. He is stupid. And I know it's going to happen on this boat. Yeah. With him once they find him. And it's yeah. just like, I hate this so much. Yeah, it's true. Um, but what I really loved about last week's episode was the dynamics between Jenny and Claire. Yes. And Claire and Jenny trying to come to terms with Claire's absence. Mm-hmm. And which is really hard to explain. Which is really hard to explain, but also good for Claire to know and to realize that her absence wasn't just impactful to Jamie. Yes. Like, And Jenny, like, saw right through her shitty story right away when she was about how she wouldn't have written or whatever, and I was just like, oh, no. Yeah, bullshit. She's like, I considered you my sister. I considered you my family. And Claire's just, like, so wrecked by that. Because, of course, she has no siblings. She has no family. Yeah. And she fucking blew it. And she left her daughter. She fucking blew it. As far as she knows, we'll never see her daughter again. Yes. And just to see Jenny be like, no, I'm not welcoming you. Can we talk about that for just a second? Okay, go ahead. About the notion that this woman, this successful and relatively Mm well-known surgeon in 1960s Boston, Gives up her entire life and her profession and her career and her daughter and everything that she's worked for. For true love. For love. And I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, whatever, you can think whatever you want. But if you're okay with that, then you have to be okay with the end of Wonder Woman. And I'm just going to leave it right there. (laughs) Well, no, I don't. (laughs) I'm. (coughs) Because that's, that's the one thing about these books that has always kind of bothered me. I don't think it's just about love with Jamie. Like, it's not just about, like, a man. I don't think it's about a man. I think it's about the man that gives her a sense of family and wholeness that we know that she's lacked her whole life. Mm-hmm. And there's something about being in that time where she can have a sense of purpose and power that even in the 60s she lacked in certain areas and Jamie never prevents her from doing well he tries to he does many times actually but he recognizes in her yes how he actually can't do anything about it but I just I've always found it interesting it's problematic for sure it's super problematic it's super problematic there's a lot about these novels that are problematic oh yeah 
Everyone has a problematic fave. Everybody. <laughs> this, this novel series is a problematic fave overall. Big time. Because, yeah, like, it's just this notion that, like, you know, she breaks all these barriers and does it, you know, she's the only woman in her class in medical school. Yeah. And, and she has this career and, and she's very successful and she's very good at it. And, but then she just kind of, like... But isn't that the epitome of female power to have the opportunity to, to choose, Megan? I guess it is, but, like, but it's the notion that it's written that she gives all of that up. For a man, but it, in but the it, end, right, isn't necessarily she positive. No, but she doesn't she know that. It. But she doesn't know that. No, but it's about the choice, right? And I just, I just find it really, you know. No, I agree. I just find that very problematic. It is one hundred percent problematic because, like, I mean, I get it, and I love it. I love, mm-hmm. I love the story, and I love the characters, and whatever. But like, it's because they're told from her perspective for the most part. The books, anyway. Um, the voice has always bothered me a little bit because of that. Because part of it's not like that. It's not like a judgmental thing necessarily for me, but it's definitely like, really, you know, like it's not. It's not a harsh but she's judgment. She's also of her time. Yeah, but she's beyond that, and I think she was beyond that when she went back because of the the upbringing that she had with her uncle, and she experienced. True. So, so she was out of time wherever she was. And, that I agree with. Right, and so even when she's back with Jamie and, like, But we Scotland can't expect her to have 2017 values. No, but she's still... In she's, 1945 or 1965. No, but she's out of time regardless of wherever wherever she is, she doesn't belong there. Because she's had this upbringing with her uncle that, like, gave her all of these experiences that, mm-hmm. like, a normal girl her age wouldn't have had. Which means that, you know, she... As, like, her... In her career, her time as a battlefield nurse... Yeah. She saw things, right? Mm-hmm. But she probably was also more prepared for those things because of what she'd seen bits and pieces with her uncle. And then she goes back in time and that, that training as a battlefield nurse helped her mm-hmm. in Jamie's. But she never actually fits in any particular time. Yes, but she still is also right? married to Jamie before she has sex with him. Like, there's there's some yeah. social mores that she still yeah. considers herself. Of course. To not necessarily have to abide to, but to of course. abide to. But she would have absolutely fucked Jamie before they were married. If the opportunity had arisen, he wouldn't have done it, but she would have. Because he even says that's one of the reasons that he wanted to marry her, so he could sleep with her. <laughs> that's true. Right? But she would have been like... Remember how, honorable to leave. Do you remember how scandalized he was when she suggested that he sleep in the same room as her? Yeah. And he was just, like, horrified? For her honor. For her own honor? And she yeah. was like, what's the big deal? I don't really understand. You know? But... So, like, so in that, like, she she wasn't, you know, so for her it wasn't a question of honor. No, she but that's the difference in time between them. She would have absolutely had sex with him. But that's not what was going to happen in that moment. No, but if the opportunity had presented that itself, like she'd have been all over it. logistical decision. Oh, um, season one. Oh. <laughs> How pure we were. I know, I know. I know. It, like, oh, uh, the world oh sucks. Oh, my God, we're so many episodes of boat sex. <laughs> Actually, no, because they can't, because Fergus won't leave them alone. And also, Jamie's seasick the the whole whole time. And Jamie's just like picking his guts out for like 90 days. Oh, it's gonna be so compelling. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're gonna do when we're done recording. P.S. 25 Um, minutes. Yeah. Um, So let's go to FM. Or you have something garbage you wanna talk about? Um, I was just. Yeah, so I was listening to Fuck Soup this week, and I didn't put something out on. On Twitter, and then Kelsey hadn't heard it yet, so she didn't know what I was talking about. But I was just like, if you need to, to the guys at Puck Soup, I was like, if you need someone to help evaluate Taylor Hall's attractiveness or discuss it, I know just the people. 
meaning, of it's course. what we made this podcast. Yeah, it's for. meaning, of course, Kelsey and I. Yeah. Because um, on Puck Soup, uh, they were talking about Taylor versus Tyler. And they were yeah. talking of Wyshynski, Greg Wyshynski, who most of the time I agree with, but not all the time. And this is a, definitely a no <laughs> in the no column. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He suggested that Tyler Sagan was more attractive than Taylor Hall. And Dave Lozo was like, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Lozo, yes, you are the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was clapping for Lizzo, <laughs> it was it was great um but it was really funny when I was listening to it and I was just like that's a, that is a discussion that more people just need to have in general mm-hmm. in that like Taylor versus Tyler and it should always be Taylor always, mm-hmm. always. I think less problematic probably I mean yeah that's very true well even what freaking Tyler said about people in his dressing room speaks different languages yeah oh boy I mean and I mean, to be fair, I feel like, again, from what they, when they talked about it on Puck Soup, like, the week before, I feel like you probably didn't mean it the way that it came across, and that little soundbite makes it sound super shitty. But it was still a direct yeah. question about yeah. that topic, and that but was it, how he answered it. But somebody, so. somebody else made the point that, like, when you go and play in Russia or whatever, like, you're on your own. Yeah, but... I know, but I was that just... That doesn't mean no. that you aren't allowed to speak English. No. a comfort to you. No, but, like, if you're trying to get by, like, you're just, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. So you gotta learn the language, you know, to get along or whatever. But anyway, um, I don't really have anything to be garbage about. Um, I have, like, a huge lady boner for Dave Lozo, though. And I text Kelsey all the time about it, and it's kind of great. It is. Um... And I was trying to justify it the other day, and I was just like, he's just smart. And I like, I like listening to him talk. But it's true, though. And I also enjoy his football predictions for the athletic, which may or may not have been the reason I subscribed. Which is very funny, because when that podcast started, I was definitely, like, team wish all the time. Yeah, I know you are. And now, like, a year later, I'm just like, no. Wish you were always wrong. All your faves are problematic. <laughs> just, yeah. We just have to embrace that Lizzo's everybody right. at some point in time is going to be a milkshake duck. I don't like, get this milkshake duck thing. There's like a thing on Twitter and it was like, you know, there's, oh, look at this duck enjoying a, a milkshake. And then it's like, you know, a year later, we regret to, or five seconds later, we regret to inform you that the duck is racist. Oh, right. I so at some point in time, I think we just have to accept that everybody's going to be that mm. and that all your faves are problematic. And you just have to, you just have to accept that that's true, and you have to decide what you're willing to go with. But um, thinking that Taylor Hall is more attractive than Tyler Sagan gives you a lot of points on the... On the scale overall? On that scale overall, for sure. <laughs> Good to know that's what your standings are at. Uh, man, my standards are so low. Just everything. At least you got standards. Do I, though? If I think you do. If, they're that, if the bar isn't even off the ground, does it count? <laughs> I don't think it does. Wow. It's still a bar. Like, you do have to step over it, otherwise you will trip. Mm. But, like, you don't really have to even really lift your feet. I feel like this is a one-hand clapping. Kind of. In the forest yeah. kind of question. Kind of is. Yeah, I got no standards. I got nothing. Let's go to FMKs. I have a lot of them that were submitted by friends and not on Twitter. Okay. Um, do you have them handy? I do. Okay. Uh, from, these are from... Larissa. The reason we got a bunch is because I asked for a bunch. I asked for a super bunch. Uh, so Larissa gave me three good ones here. Batman, Spider-Man, Iron Man. Oh, God. Um, kill Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I think you have to marry Spider-Man, and I think you fuck Batman, because the dead parents thing is too much. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, shapes... But Spider-Man is dead parents, I know, but too. he's got people that loved him, whereas Batman <laughs> was just, like, raised by a butler. <laughs> okay. 
And I'm thinking about it in terms of, like, most recent, like, sort of cinematic adaptations, ignoring right. Ben Affleck, because I'm ignoring Ben Affleck. But, like, you, yeah, if you think about, like, The Dark Knight Batman, like, I think he'd probably be just fine, like, once, just once, once or twice. Like, oh, yeah. Quit crying, I get it. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, next what one. You? What about you? No, I like your answer. <laughs> Next one from the seven doors, grumpy, sleepy, and sneezy. Um, I think you have to kill grumpy because no one needs that negativity in their life. Mm. You marry sleepy because then they're asleep all the time. And then you fuck sneezy and then it doesn't matter. Done. Perfect. Uh, last one from Larissa, Cinderella, Mubon, and Little Mermaid. Uh, well, Little Mermaid lives in the ocean, so you could just leave her there. Because <laughs> you would die? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> she can stay in her <laughs> home. just stay in her home. She doesn't have to die, necessarily. She can just... But does that answer the stay question? Stay in the ocean. No. I don't know. Um, or you would kill her because you'd take her out of the water. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, and then she dies. Um, you just leave her on the beach and she can't get back in and then she dies. Um... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Cinderella and Mulan were the other yeah. two? Oh. I think I'd marry Mulan. I think so, too. That sounds I don't right. think there's anything necessarily wrong, per se, with Cinderella. Like, she's the epitome of rags to riches. Yeah. So there's an underdog story that I'm into there. Yeah. But she's just very blah. Yeah. Yeah, that works. I like that, that works? Yeah, that's fine. I got more. Okay, let's hear it. Joey Chandler Ross. Oh my god, you can, if you don't launch Ross into the fucking Malcolm. sun, you are <laughs> I wrong. know, it's like, I know it, Megan's good. And then you also murder Chandler and keep Joey forever. Double murder? Yes. Oh, classic. Because if, if you had, if you couldn't double murder, you'd have to fuck Chandler and marry Joey. Because, even though I think it would be better the other way, but I think if you heard Chandler say, could you be any more, more than one time, life, you'd want to kill him. So, yeah, the, preventing the double murder. Okay. Yeah. And of course, Phoebe, Monica, Rachel. You have to, have to, have to kill Monica. Mm-hmm. The Gellers are the worst. Clearly, they need to go. They have terrible parents. Yes. Um. I think you have. Are we talking like early series Rachel or like season ten Rachel? Because there's a very big difference. If we're talking Rachel, like right when she leaves Barry, I think just one and done. But if we're talking Rachel, like, seasons 9 and 10, when she's got her shit together. Yeah. Except for the getting off the plane. Although, because we've killed Ross, maybe that's not an issue maybe anymore. Maybe that's not an issue. I think you marry Rachel. I'm just one and done with Phoebe. I think so. I think it'd be wet and wild. Like, it'd be Yeah, but I think you only need to do that once. Yeah. Right? There'd be some stunts involved. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a hell of a time. There would be, you could write, you could write, like, a think piece on that one experience. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think it'd be, like, a transformative yeah. moment. And it could be more than just, it would be more than just a day. Like, it would be. Like a 36 hour. Yeah, it would be, like, weekend. a big, it would be an experience. Yeah, yeah. For sure. In the mountains somewhere. Yeah. I agree. Um, this one is from my sister who says Beast, Smaug, and Firens. Do you remember? You wouldn't know. He's the, um, like, centaur from Harry Potter. I hate, Brett, I hate you. I know, it's like, Megan's gonna fucking hate this. Um, I think you marry the Beast and kill the other two? Okay, double murder. Yeah, I don't think there's an option. Okay. And then I have <laughs> three from Davis. These ones get quite hard. Oh, God. Looch, Everly, and Nuge. Triple murder. <laughs> Straight up. 
Nuge is 12. I, mm, yeah, well, yeah, no, you have to kill Luge for sure. Um, that's just, there's no question in my mind. Uh-huh. Um, is this as bad, Amanda, I love you, is this as bad as Amanda's FM case? No. I don't think so. No, because she has bad taste So in, in those guys, so no. Um, uh, okay, yeah, I think you have to kill, I think you kill Luge, and I think, I don't know, I think you marry Jordan Everly, probably. He seems fine. I think so. And he's in New York. York. (laughs) Which means, yeah, okay. And then I don't know, I don't know what to do with Nuge because he's 12 and I just, uh, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know what you do there. I think you set him up with your little sister. I think is what you do. Okay. 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 Alright. So, Trebek, Sajak... And Carrie. I was really hoping it was going to be Bob Barker, because that would have been just so much better. <laughs> no. Oh, God. None of them. That's awful. You almost tried to triple kill the Huggy Boys. You can't triple oh. kill everybody. That's the point of the game. Oh, that's so awful, though. No, okay, what I do you, think okay, what do you, you no, okay, no. I think you marry Sajak. Why? Because he's the least pedantic of all of them. Sure. I think you go for a mustache ride. <laughs> and you kill I would maybe, like, I would maybe, I don't know, because I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Alex Trebek is smart, and you could at least have conversation over time. Maybe. I just feel like it'd be I agree. very pedantic. Um, okay, we'll go right? with yours then. I also enjoy that you said mustache ride on this sports podcast. And the last one that I have, Gary Oldman. Okay. William H. Macy. Okay. J.K. Simmons. They all look the same. This is I awful. know. <laughs> That's also from Davis. Why does Davis hate us? I thought those were brilliant. They are good. They're very hard. They're not going to make me cry like I made you cry, so. <laughs> no. Um, oh, that's tough. Okay, but see, oh, I don't know. Like, I really like J.K. Simmons, but he's got, like, a, a personality that I don't know if he could handle. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, even those farmer's insurance commercials. Like, he's got that, you know, like, him in Drumline. Like, I can't, I can't get that out of my... You Not Drumline. Yeah, Whiplash, yeah. yeah. I can't get him, I can't get that out of my head. So, I don't know. William H. Macy. And Gary Oldman? I don't know. What do you think? I think. Kill JK. Okay. You marry Macy. Okay. Because he's had that amazing relationship for like 35 years. Yeah, okay, that's right, yeah. yeah. And then pick one of the characters, man. The old man is done. Oh, do I have to? No, and then just like have a night of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point. Give me six. What we've learned today is that Kelsey likes the mustache heads, apparently. (laughs) Oh my god, because all of his characters yeah. are mustaches? <laughs> oh no. It is November, my guess. Um, okay, take us on a question journey. Okay, uh, we got one from Andrew, which I thought was really funny. Um, Jamie from Outlander. Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Mm-hmm. Or Taylor Hall. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm for sure killing Will Turner. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I would get so the Andrew, I would get the other two to kill come Will back Turner. with a different third person that would make that harder. Um, 
But you have, now you have to choose between oh. Jamie Fraser. <sighs> no, I the, got it. The favorite problematic no, fave or Taylor Hall. So what are you going to do? I think you still marry Jamie. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, probably. In the long run. Probably oh, for the best. See, now I'm already thinking that was a bad way to go. Okay, but are we thinking like Jamie Fraser like... In the 20 years before or the 20 years after? That's or what I'm thinking. are we thinking Jamie Fraser in 1743 or thinking Jamie Fraser in 1765? Or are we thinking right. Jamie Fraser if he existed now? Because those are very different. Well, he could not function if he existed now. Like, there's no... There's no way. He but could, but he but if you it. but if you went back there, if it was like in the twenty years before, if you went back there and it was like a one and done, it would be really bad because he's never done it before. No shit, you're right. So it has to be in the intervening time period before Claire comes back. You Andrew, get to be. You, you get, didn't expect this level of dissection. You get to be it? Geneva in this situation. Oh, but Geneva dies. I don't. <laughs> I don't mean in that respect. In childbirth, my one greatest fear. <laughs> I don't mean in that respect. I just mean in the, like, you know, the action respect. You get oh, to... Oh, boy. Because <laughs> let's be real here. Our, our, okay, good, our good so friend Taylor I... Hall couldn't exist any time outside of right now. No. So, no. you have to make a no. decision. I think... Okay. I'm thinking F, Jamie. Okay. Because, as, as we've seen with Paul Correa today... The longevity exists after the career is over. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm going for. Okay. I like that. Are you on board? I'm 100% on board. <laughs> it only took five minutes to figure out. And Andrew, come back with a stronger third for that, please. See, if you gave us those two and, like, a better third, this would be, like, an hour-long yeah, discussion. Sure. And there would be crying involved, for I'm sure. I'm very nearly there. <laughs> um, what I did ask for FMKs... Um, Amanda did reply. She's like, I'm surprised this doesn't say we want FMKs from everyone but Amanda. <laughs> but she didn't send any, which is, she only sent one, but it's not really, it's not a person one, which sounds weird. Bread, cheese, and butter. Marry cheese. Kill butter. Fuck bread. <laughs> that was way too easy. Amanda, <laughs> come on. Sounds about right. Um, okay, so now we have actual questions. Nope, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> there's, I forgot that there was these from like a day ago. Um, Tom asked some good stuff. Uh, we got one, okay, so we have one here from our good friend Ebbs for Capspace. I don't know what your Twitter name is and how to say it, so I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> this is more for me, I think, than for you. Oh. Jamie Ben, Jordy Ben, or Jamie Ben again, but this time he promises he won't be a selfish lover. <laughs> Can we trust him, though? I think you have to kill <laughs> Jamie Ben for obvious reasons. The OG Jamie Ben. Yeah, I think you have to kill. I think you have to kill like the Jamie Ben that tweeted the thing, however many years ago that was. Right. Now, I don't know enough about them to know any better, but I'm gonna say that you marry Jordy Ben. I was shocked as to his beard situation. It's great. I was just like, who is this man? His brother could take some lessons. Uh-huh. Because that goatee that he's got going on, Ugh. it needs to stop. Goatee, no. Um, Goatees, never. Okay. Uh, FMK Christopher Nolan Film Protagonist Edition. This is a good one. It's from Tom. Okay. Christian Bale is Batman. Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio is Dom in Inception. Or Hugh Jackman in The Prestige. And I said it was easy because what you would do 
is you would fuck Batman mm-hmm. because of the parents thing again. You'd kill Dom. You'd kill Dom and you would marry Jeremy. Of course. 100%. Yeah. 100%. There's no question in my There's mind. There's no question. Thank you, Tom, for coming out. And he did we say enjoyed... that he would kill you. Yeah. So, That's yes. Um, Coming back else? strong, Tom. Awful film castings edition. Oh, God. Um, Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher. Ashton Kutcher is Steve Jobs. <laughs> or Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates. I don't think the Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates one is as bad as the other two, frankly. But then it's Vince Vaughn. But as Norman <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't kill him, he's going to kill you. So you have to kill him. <laughs> oh, God. Who doesn't love a man with body issues? made you cry. <laughs> I thought you were going to have like an existential crisis about Jamie Fraser and Taylor Hall and your oh. brain would just explode, but... No, I'm too logical. I've thought about it too much. <laughs> I think... I think you have to... You killed Vince Vaughn, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. Who said this one in? Is this dog? <laughs> I think you have to kill Vince Vaughn. I think you have to fuck Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs, because Steve Jobs is an awful person. And I think you have to marry Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher, because at the very least, Jack Reacher will protect you from bad things happening to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, think Jesus. Think of all of those people. <laughs> What a random arrangement. I, I mean, he did qualify their bad <laughs> casting decisions. Okay, we have a few more questions. Actual questions now. One from Jess. Did Kelsey put any stickers anywhere during her adventure to Montreal? I fucking blew it. I didn't. I didn't even bring any with me. We suck. We suck. Um, <laughs> We're self-promoters. <laughs> okay, what are your top five pump-up songs? Amanda needs a new workout playlist. <laughs> Pump up songs. If it doesn't include pump up the jam, then you're just not. Yeah. You're not living life. I don't know. I don't listen to music that you could consider that, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about it a little more and reply to you, Amanda. Um, thoughts on IKEA furniture. Um, considering that like 98 percent of my house is furnished from IKEA, I love it. Same. It's great, it's and I good. can build it real easy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand people who can't. It's not hard. No, it's not. Um, although, have you seen, there's a video, I think it's a video, maybe it's just a picture, of, on the, no, maybe it's a video, I don't know, this girl had, like, tried to build a chair, and she built, like, the chair was, like, <laughs> The back. two legs backwards, yeah. and she's just in shame. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Amanda, this is four hours ago, she says, I've been in Nashville for 30 minutes, why haven't I seen anyone in Preds gear yet? Ooh. Because, Amanda, you're the only person that we know who, like, looks for things like that. I don't think I would notice either. But, had, like, is there a certain stereotype that other they're adhering to in other ways? I'm seriously, all I can think of is Norman Bates. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Tried so hard. Um, okay, I don't know why. You probably didn't weren't at the rink. I don't know. Um, and thoughts on Paul Korea and Tima Solani getting back together on the ice this weekend? I cried when I saw it. Oh, love every second of um, it. Um, all of the Paul Korea stuff has been really great. Because he just, like, faded away. He did. And I mean... Intentionally, purposefully, so. Um, but there was a thing that was that TSN did on him a few that David Farber did um, yeah. a few weeks ago, which was so good, and I was like sobbing as I was watching it because when he said that he like doesn't remember coming back on the ice after that hit and like doesn't remember Game Seven and doesn't, I'm just like, oh my god, that would suck. And he was like, he was so good. He was. He was so so good. So it was nice to see him on the ice again, mm-hmm. just for that sort of. Um, but like, he's obviously found something that he loves mm-hmm. in surfing. And does it often, and like, as he said in that TSN thing anyway, it like centers him and sort of brings him back. And I think that's super cool. Me too. Um, but it, it makes me sad that he didn't uh, didn't have a longer career. No, I agree. Because he was good enough that he should have had a much longer career. And I wonder how that would change if he were in like the era now of you know watching for headshots and dangerous hits and things like that. If he would have had perhaps a different end to his career. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Although, as you've said about concussion spotters. Oops. It's all bullshit. Yeah. As I learned from someone in the know. Um, okay, that's all we have. We're now just super distracted, because Kelsey, like, can't not think I about can- Norman Bates. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um... Tommy broke me, man. Thank you, uh, very much for listening. We appreciate this. Uh, thank sorry. you everybody who contributed. That <laughs> Except <was> for Tom. <laughs> and no, especially Tom. thank you especially Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening to us. We're on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Leave us a review if you feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, like A nice one would be nice. Yes. As I'm telling my students when they ask for a reference, don't ask for a reference. Ask for a positive reference. Yeah. That's what you want. That is what you want. I once wrote a reference letter for a kid who I really liked, and he ended up, like, he's a teacher now, and he ended up doing fine with his life. Um, I wrote him a reference letter for a scholarship, and I wrote this really nice letter about him, and then I gave him the copy of what I would have actually written if I hadn't have been embellishing some of his good qualities, and it was like... He's a satisfactory student. Because he had everything running against him for this scholarship because he's, like, a middle-class white kid. Yeah. And he was male. Like, he had just, you know, he had no chance. But he ended up winning $5,000 scholarship. And I was like, I easily deserve a third of that. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't give me any of his money. Um, But, yeah, so you should probably follow us. You can find me on Twitter at MIG14. You can find Kelsey on Twitter at GarbageFirePod. We're also on Instagram. Yeah. Which I really should have used on the weekend. Yeah. That was really dumb of me not have. to. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, we will have another Teespring campaign soon. We have some other stuff that's super cool. Yeah. Because the campaign that we just ran, it closed, and I ordered something else, and it shipped. So it should be here soon. So we'll have something coming up. Um, once Probably we figure December, that out. Yeah. Sometime in December, yeah. Um, you can find us on WordPress at garbagefirepod.wordpress.com. You can send us emails. Mm-hmm. At garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back next weekend, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> unless we die, unless Tom sends another question and we just, like, yeah. give it up. But Andrew, really, pick somebody else. Pick another third pick person. Pick a third. Like, we need to work a better on third. who the third could be that would really super stump us. I have one that would just, my brain would explode. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to give him any ideas, but I have one that would. A fictional or real? fictional or somebody as either one doesn't matter same person as a character doesn't matter yeah oh eddie bondo no oh my god (laughs) 
Um, no, that's even worse. No. Okay. okay. Thank you so much for listening. And see you in the dumpster. <laughs>